Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Before we begin, I just want to say a quick thank you to Rachel and Dave. These two recently made donations through the ACAST supporter feature. I never ask people to donate, but every little donation definitely helps promote and support the podcast. You don't have to make a donation, but if you want to give a review or even offer a story for the podcast, you can always feel free to reach out through my website, samblacker.com. For many of us, our first or second jobs may come after we finish school. And that can sort of stand as a step to maturity. We've entered the workforce, becoming professionals, and are finally leaving the childish antics and immature bickering of school behind us. Unfortunately, some people find the most comfort in the power plays, backstabbing, and ridiculous gossiping of their adolescence. And they do their very best to replicate that environment in their new workplace. Some places will still enforce an air of professionalism, but what of those jobs where most of the workforce are all still young and most likely out of their depth? To a group of impressionable minds, the truly vicious co-worker can be like a shark and they'll always be looking for blood. That's what Beth discovered when she started her new job working with a group of other young workers and met Abigail. I'm Sam Blacker and you're listening to I Work With A Nightmare. the job right out of high school. Um, I'd moved to the city and I was looking for work in an area that I was interested in and so I went to this gym and asked them for a job and they gave me one straight away which was nice. So with a new job Beth started to make herself comfortable with her co-workers. I didn't really know anyone there so um, it was a bit slow to kind of warm up to people. Um, but it seemed like there was a fairly relaxed environment. Uh, it was a lot of other young people working there. So a lot of people like teenagers and early 20s working there and then the managers were older. In every group of people, there's someone who takes the lead. And that person was Abigail. So Abigail was the supervisor when I started working there and she would have been, I don't know, 18 maybe at the time, 17. Um, about the same age as me. But despite being around the same age, Beth was unsure about Abigail to begin with. I was pretty intimidated by her at the start. She was very kind of, um, I don't know, one of those very kind of confident, loud people, and I wasn't really uh, sure what to make of her. But she's made a real effort to include me 
at the start and I thought that she I really warmed up to her and we started like hanging out outside of work and when we had shifts together it was always a lot of fun. So Beth became comfortable with Abigail but she wasn't oblivious to the influence Abigail had in the workplace. She was always like very like flirty with all the guys that worked there and that was fine like I didn't have a problem with that I was the same but she definitely had a kind of in a cachet or like a, she had a position of some kind of power over everyone. She was definitely like the kind of leader of the leader of the group. So I was definitely wary when I first started, but she was very kind of welcoming and warm. As time progressed, Beth started to properly become a part of the team and workplace. And I started to feel like we were friends. I started to feel like I really like belonged in, amongst the people who were working there. And so I was feeling really secure and really happy. And, you know, when you get your first job out of school, you there's a lot on the line. You're living out of home for the first time. You're, you're not amongst your friends. And um, so it was nice to have that space where I felt like I was, you know, safe and welcome and everything. The team were young, social and friendly. So, of course, everyone developed friendships and bonds. Unfortunately, it was that friendship that develops beyond just being co-workers that created problems, starting with an inter-workplace relationship. One of the other people who was training at the gym had also moved there from another, another city, another part of the country. She was a really lovely girl, so she and I were friends. She was a bit younger than me. And she developed this huge crush on one of the coaches who was working there. And this girl um, who I was friends with, she became really, really, really um, keen on him. And they started dating. And um, pretty quickly, it got like serious. And they actually decided to get married. Everyone at work was a bit thrown by this. Things were moving quickly. And some people even wondered if the guy was looking for a green card. Regardless of the reason, it unfortunately turned out that their concerns were valid. A couple of months after this other girl got married to the other coach, it transpired that the coach had been cheating on her with someone else. And eventually it came out that he'd been cheating on her with Abigail. Beth watched as her friend's life fell to pieces. A line had been crossed and she felt she needed to defend her friend. And so I confronted her about it. I felt like, you know, we were, I felt like we had all been friends and this was something that I wanted to talk to her about. And I said, you know, what are you doing? Like, this is not, this is not a good thing to do. This is a bad thing for a person to do to someone else. And her rationale was basically like, Look, if he's going to cheat, he was going to cheat eventually. Better that he did it with me than with some other person. She was naturally shocked and realised her initial gut feeling about Abigail had been right all along. At that point, I just realised that this is not a good person. This is not someone I want to be friends with. And my initial instincts about her were right. Like she was not a good person. Beth decided to protect herself, but did so in a respectful way. So I kind of made it clear to her. I was like, look, I'm... We're not friends anymore because we work together. I'll be polite to you. I'm not going to you know, do anything to make it uncomfortable, but we're not friends anymore. Meanwhile, she watched the aftermath of the affair unfold with her co-workers. This other girl, the girl who had been 
you know, cuckolded essentially, uh, she ended up leaving and going back home and divorcing the guy. Um, he stayed on for a couple more years and he and Abigail dated for a little while, I think, but it didn't last very long. So it was all very sordid and, you know, gossipy and it was just unpleasant and I started to just feel like this is not a good not a healthy workplace to be and so I was kind of like well it's fine for now but I'm not going to make it my social circle. A year passed and Beth kept her distance until something happened that she was completely unprepared for. So Abigail suddenly decided that she was going to go and you know discover herself Um, and she quit the gym and she had this big farewell party um, like the parties that we used to have um, but I didn't go. I wasn't, I don't think I was invited. <laughs> By that point, she and I were, you know, on polite speaking terms, but we definitely hadn't hung out since then. This itself was fine, but what followed came completely out of left field. And a few weeks later, one of the other men who was working there, one of my male co-workers, he was a couple of years older than me, he came up to me on a shift, this was like a Saturday afternoon or something, and he said, um, I need to tell you something. Beth was taken a bit unprepared, but she decided to hear the guy out. And he said um, that night of Abigail's farewell party, she was showing us some photographs. I thought, okay. Um, And he said they were photographs with you in them. And I thought, okay. And then he said they're photographs from a hen's night. Her stomach dropped. She knew exactly what he was talking about, and she couldn't believe it. For a bit of backstory, this was the hen's party. My friend who'd married the coach and then eventually you know, divorced him, she had been 19 at the time when they got married and we'd thrown her a hen's night and Abigail had been the one to organise everything. She wanted it to be this risque bachelorette party like you see in the movies, like a Las Vegas style, but you know, we were all broke and 18 or 19 so we didn't have the money for a real party so we basically just danced around in our underwear at someone's house and drank a lot and that was it. So the party happened amongst what everyone thought was the safety of friends. It clearly wasn't. And this male co-worker told me that Abigail had been showing photographs of me and her and all the other girls these photographs from the hen's night you know, very inappropriate photos in the workplace. And she'd been showing them on the work computer. So the files were on the computer at work. Beth was completely shocked. I freaked out. I couldn't believe that she felt that she could get away with doing something like that. And obviously she had an axe to grind with me. Um, I don't know if she just wanted to show these photos to show off or if she was trying to get back at me for when I told her that she was a bad person for sleeping with her our friend's husband but essentially I went to a lawyer and I said you know this person has shown photographs of me that are not appropriate and you know now these photographs may or may not be on our work computer and so I went to my bosses who had been kind of oblivious to all this and told them everything that had happened but because she no longer worked there um, there was nothing they could do. Despite the fact Abigail was out of the workplace, Beth tried to push for some assurances with very limited results. They basically just said, well, there's nothing we can do. She doesn't work here anymore. Um, and I said, well, you know, 
can you promise me that she never will work here again because, you know, I work here and I want to keep working here. And they kind of equivocated and didn't really give me an answer. More time passed and Beth would come to discover that this had not been an isolated event. Abigail had been hard at work behind her back. I finished uni and I went to work for a year and left left this workplace. Left it far behind. Um, and on my last night there, I had a I had a farewell party and I went out um, with some of the people that I'd worked there with. And at this point, I'd worked there for six or seven years. Beth had formed a family with a lot of these people, so she was shocked when the party prompted a confession from one of her co-workers. One of the people I'd worked with, and this person was a little bit younger than me, but I'd worked with them and, you know, trained with them in the gym for six years at that point. And at the end of the night, he sort of said to me, you know, you're really cool. And I was like, oh, thank you. And he's like, yeah, I I feel bad, like, all these years, like, ignoring you and, you know, kind of talking shit about you. I was like, what? (laughs) He quickly spilt his guts and it all led back to Abigail. (laughs) He said, yeah, I mean... Abigail would always talk about what a bitch you were and like how you are not nice and you talk shit about us and you you know think you're better than us and you don't want to hang out with us so I always just assumed that you were kind of a bitch and I just avoided you. Once again Beth found herself shaken and confused. And this all sounds like incredibly adolescent and trivial you know in hindsight but this was a group of people that I spent my late teens and early 20s with and the people that I was trying to, you know, kind of think of as my family when I first moved out of home. And it was kind of devastating to know that this had been going on behind my back and that these people had thought so badly of me this whole time. Years passed and Beth found herself in a familiar situation. A few years later, I was between jobs and I was working there part-time again and she showed up and she was still hanging out with everyone at the gym. She was still, she wasn't working there anymore, but she had worked there in the past. So my bosses had rehired her without any consequences. While moving in these similar circles, Beth and Abigail eventually ended up having a conversation. She sort of said, oh, you know, can we chat? And I was like, yeah, sure. And so I said, I know know what you did. I have nothing really to say to you. You know, you're not a person I want to have in my life. Beth laid it out, the stories she knew, the facts and her feelings. You'd expect Abigail to be a bit defensive, but her response went beyond that. She basically denied everything. She's like, no, that guy was lying. I never showed him photographs. I would never do that. You're being ridiculous. I never said anything bad about you. Um, You're hurting me that you think I would do that. I never even slept with that guy. That was all blown out of proportion. I was always a really good friend to her. I didn't even like that guy. And, you know, you were mean to me. You would exclude me. So she basically tried to gaslight me at the end of it all. And I was just like, look, I don't have time for this. I'm not not 18 anymore. Luckily, Beth was able to move on. And now I have another career, thank God. And I've not heard from her since or spoken to her. But I have spoken to other people who worked with her at that time. And, you know... To a person, every single one of them has said that she did 
terrible things to them in the time that they knew her. A wide variety of stories have made their way back to Beth, all of which were, sadly, unsurprising. I have one person who dated her and said that she accused him of assaulting her. I have another person who also broke up with a long-term boyfriend because of problems with her and him. I have another person who was even younger than me and she looked up to this other girl. She looked up to Abigail as like an older sister and basically said that Abigail would say, you know, really awful things about her when she was getting attention from guys and Abigail wasn't. Abigail was deceptive, manipulative and thrived on attention. Once her true persona was in the open, she realised Beth wasn't going to make things easy, so she did everything she could to shift the blame and undermine this one person who would be willing to call her out. Or in Beth's words... She was just a really messed up, insecure, manipulative person in a workplace full of very young people where she could just wreak havoc. Sadly, she may very well be continuing to do as she likes, causing chaos and distress almost as a pastime. These people are out there in so many workplaces and it can really pay to trust that initial gut feeling. As always, feel free to review or share I Work With A Nightmare. I've arranged a little surprise for once we reach 75 reviews on Apple. There's some bonus stories and also expert advice on the specific stories that have been shared on this show. And I'll be releasing them once we get to that target of reviews. So why not head on over? Just search in iTunes or open it up on your phone and scroll down to the review section. If you've worked with someone like Abigail or any of the other people mentioned on this podcast, feel free to get in touch. We can discuss your story and decide if it might be suitable to anonymously share on the podcast. I'll be back in two weeks' time with another episode. Until then, good luck at work. 